Ah, evening. It's the drip in me. I'm here on the stool, in the corner. We are all, it seems, in the corner these days, asked to stay at home with our work. And if no work, then our thoughts, heavenly thoughts that may give us hope, and hellish thoughts that can lead us to despair. Hey, I got a joke for you. You've heard it. Stop me. There's a teacher, and he's doing a lesson on whales. And a student raises his hand and mentions that a whale swallowed Jonah. Well, the teacher replies, well, that's impossible. A whale cannot swallow a person. Well, the student says, well, that's okay. When I get to heaven, I'll ask Jonah. The teacher bluntly replies, well, what if Jonah is in hell? And the student, without missing a beat, retorts, well, then you can ask him. So, which con do horny thoughts go in, heaven or hell? You heard me. Come on. You can't be surprised by my question. Horniness is its own force, impervious to pandemics and good judgment. The good book, the Bible, you've heard of it, starts out with a lot of horniness. So-and-so begat so-and-so, and so-and-so begat so-and-so. Opening a book with sex, hey, smart move. Now, look, I don't want to place this sensual situation in your spiritual lap, but it's not a coincidence that to a person, when a person comes, has an orgasm, out come the words, oh my God, from atheist to devout believer, from clerk to CEO to clergy, yes, clergy too, for they are two of the flesh and so are burdened with the same horny habit. Are not these your characters that we are made of, flesh and spirit, two opposites asked to exist together till death do they part. Just like darkness and light, um, up and down, um, sunny and share, flesh and spirit. The stories they will create, is that how we can serve you best? Bring back a story worth telling? What stories will this pandemic bring to you? Here's a story, it's an old story from a yellow newspaper article, because about 10 years old, actually, I've got it right here. Let me read it to you, or part of it. Marcia Bacon, this takes place around Thanksgiving time. There she is, and she says, I find joy in giving back to the community and not focusing on what happened to me. Well, anyway, after uh, Mass, what she usually does is she gets together with her daughter and starts making Thanksgiving dinners with turkey and dressing and potato salad and rolls and peach cobbler. And she goes out and she gives them to anyone she encounters. And she can give up to 50 dinners. It's amazing. She lives on Social Security doing this, and she also lives in a two-bedroom apartment. But then the building was sold, so she lost her home. And around the same time, her car was towed, and she didn't have the money to retrieve it. And then her daughter fell on hell hard times. Yes, when it rains, it pours. Anyway, she ended up in a homeless shelter. Now, if that had happened to me, I'd probably get mad and say, why me, right? Hey, God, come on. I mean, good? Well, somewhat good. Well, maybe not that good. Anyway, the point is that she says here, I kept my spirits up. I prayed a lot and knew the Lord was going to help me. The people I saw there were down and out. So I saw to it as an opportunity to help. Each day I would talk to each one. I love to encourage people that this was not their last stopping point. Well, not long after that, guess what? A low-rent apartment came along, and um, she got it with the help of this holiday fund. And her daughter got a place uh, to live as well, not too far away. And so look, they've come on better times. It's quite a story. 
one of strength, of faith, of finding a way to generate good from a dire situation, of not getting mad at you. Why have you forsaken me? Yeah, I would have been saying that. Now, did she create her own positive path, huh? Using the spirit of love that you have given? Go give it us all. Or did you have something, come on, to do with her good, good fortune? There are so many who do good work and are not rewarded. Maybe we're not supposed to be rewarded. I mean, the good work is the reward. Or are we rewarded in the hereafter? <laughs> After what? And where is here? And is there ice cream? My parents, my, my parents, well, they dedicated their lives to what you commanded. Love thy mother and father. You know, when I hear that commandment, it stings. See, my father secretly helped support his mother and his gambling alcoholic brother while trying to provide for us. And my mother invited her mother to move in and live with her. And then her mother proceeded to tighten the social noose around my mother's neck. Till she did the unthinkable. She lied and said, Mom, you have to leave. I have cancer. Well, my grandmother moved into a senior center. Soon after, cancer actually moved into my mom's body. Both my mom and dad died early. Earlier than my father's brother, earlier than my mom's siblings, and way earlier than my grandmother. Is that a worthy story? Sorry. You have nothing to do with this. My flesh is showing. See, flesh has an expiration date, and so us of the flesh can be pricklish to see those we can touch, whom we love, we can touch no longer. Now let's drop it. How about I sing you a song? But before I do, oh, there goes my instrument. Ah, it's always here with me. You stay. Now where was I before I was musically interrupted? Well, you see here. As I was about to say, I was going to sing you a song. And, you know, I was thinking, you probably know all the songs, don't you? But maybe you don't. I mean, they say you are all-knowing. But all-knowing must be quite a burden. Or maybe you don't know it all. I mean, we are made in your image, and looking at your bulging community of eight billion or so, we sure don't know it all. We know very little, and what good we know, we often forget until we are rudely reminded. I think no less of you if you are not all-knowing. I love you just as much as you do make mistakes. The possibility that we are connected by our imperfections is comforting. Speaking of imperfections, do you like James Taylor? God, doesn't he have a great voice? Well, he wrote this song called I Don't Want to Be Lonely Tonight. And if you don't mind, just let me just sing a, a, this one section of the lyrics. Go away, then damn you. Go on and do as you please, yeah. You ain't gonna see me getting down on my knees. I'm undecided and your heart's been divided. You've been turning my world upside down. Now, you may not notice, because maybe you're not all-knowing, the original lyrics went like this. Go away, then damn you, go on and do as you please. You ain't gonna see me eating American cheese. It might be feeling, but I am unwilling. You've been turning my stomach upside down. Hey, and Motley Crue, you know the song, Girls, Girls, Girls. The original lyrics were, squirrels, 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 bushy tails and real short legs. All right, all right, all right. I made this all up. Yeah, have a couple of glasses of wine in and maybe a toke or two. Did you make us up? 
You mean the world, the universe? I mean, out of nothing came something. Are we an ever-growing thought of yours? Are we, are we a, a whim cast out of boredom? Are we an experiment to see if flesh and spirit can truly live in harmony on a mass scale? You said go forth and multiply, not add. That is too slow. And not long divide. Boy, long division, that is way too confusing. Or maybe we all are just multiple choice answers to the question, can one find joy in a game designed to produce struggle? A cosmic game, a pool, stripes and solids banging into each other, trying to avoid the pitfall, the pocket. Listen to me. Getting awfully thought heavy, it's that time of the day. It's not easy staying light and breezy like a song from the Carpenters. Hey, do you know the song, We Only Just Begun? Well, you know what? It was not about promises, but sports. Caring Carpenter adored softball, I swear to God. We, listen, listen to these lyrics. These were the original lyrics. We've only just begun to sweat, flushed face and out of breath. My side is aching, but I must go on. But I've only just begun. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm just trying to amuse myself. Am I amusing you? I'm punchy and unsettled. And there's an invisible killer on the loose. How about a song? It's that time where I know the drip is about to end soon. No, 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 juvenile jokes. A song. I feel like, I don't know, singing to you is the best way to reach you. And I sure like it. stopped. I played a song. Time to go to bed. Night God. <laughs>